Welcome to the Perfecting Your Practice podcast, where we will talk about finance for the healthcare professional and medical practice owner. This series is brought to you by Bankers Healthcare Group, the leader in financing solutions for healthcare professionals. Since 2001, BHG has worked with more than 100,000 licensed practitioners to help them reach their financial goals. Perfecting Your Practice is designed to talk about ways you can invest in your career and practice in order to set yourself up for success. Now here's your host, Chris Panabianco, Chief Marketing Officer at BHG. Welcome back to another episode of Perfecting Your Practice, the podcast. He said it right. Again, it's as if I know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm very excited today because we're taking a little, we're shifting gears. Uh, Over the last couple of months, we've talked a lot about marketing and email and websites. We've talked with tax professionals. We've talked with CPAs. We've talked with people in credit, uh, talking about your credit score and different types of loans. Today, we're really going to change it up. And it's, it's a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, because we deal with it every day. Uh, we deal with healthcare professionals. And as a parent, I use uh, reviews and review sites to find out about healthcare professionals that my children have to see, that I have to see, or my wife. We're all tied in, whether you're a business owner, a healthcare practitioner, or just a parent or you know, a regular person. So I've got two great guests with me today. I've got Gene Marks, uh, who's been with us a, a lot. Uh, Gene, welcome. Thanks for having me. And Gene is an author. Uh, he writes for The Guardian. Yes. He writes for Forbes, yep. Inc. Magazine, and The Washington Post. Right. And he's also a CPA. Yes. My favorite title he has. Yes. And he is a small business owner. Yeah, I'm a Rhodes Scholar as well. He is. And a five-time Olympic champion yes. in swimming and the decathlon. And soon to be knighted. That's right. Soon so, Sir Gene Marks. Yeah, it's been a busy uh, year. <laughs> we also have Danielle Gerhardt. Danielle is our PR and advocacy manager at Bankers Healthcare Group, one of the smartest people I've ever met when it comes to your brand, public perception, and just basic public relations and having contingency plans for anything. Uh, So, Danielle, welcome. Wow, what a welcome. Thanks, boss. No pressure. We're we're looking for a raise after after (laughs) this episode. Um, But, you know, again, you heard me in the intro talk about healthcare professionals. There are review sites or ZocDoc. I mean, I could go through an endless list. Uh, People now in this day and age of the internet, it's an anonymous whether right or wrong, it's an anonymous medium for people to give their opinion about their experience with you, the healthcare professional, with your practice, uh, about what they went through. Uh, should they recommend you? And, you know, it's something I want to talk about and really open up to you guys. You know, Gene, with all of your experience, you know, what are your thoughts there? And then, Danielle, from your experience beyond BHG and many large companies like Paychex that you've worked with, uh, why don't you guys kind of talk to me a little bit about your opinions, what you see, sure. and... Go from there. I, so, you know, Chris thought he was going to get this off. We were going to have this conversation, but I'm going to turn it right back to oh. you. I, I, and he was going to so, uh, Yelp, you know, yeah. big review site, yes. TripAdvisor, you know, yes. all these ones or whatever. Say you're looking at um, a, to go to a restaurant on Yelp and they've had 50 great reviews and then they have just one dude who is just trashing them on Yelp, right? How do you react to that? I don't go to Yelp uh, because, again, I don't think – you know, if it's for a restaurant, maybe I would. Okay, but so- I, I go word of mouth. Uh, there are other sites that I would look at. Uh, but, again, I don't really – if there's 50 to 1 or 20 to 2, I really read – I read what's written. Right. You know, everybody has a bad day. Right. Um, you know, but I look to see is this legitimate? Is it the, – the complaint, is it that big of a deal? Is it something that would stop me from working with them? But I also understand that everyone's human. 
Uh, right. So. And it's funny. So you said two two really important themes there. But first of all, you said you don't go to Yelp, you know, that much, which is important to know, because if, if somebody does have something bad for you to say in one place, don't you know, you can't start thinking like, oh, my God, the whole world hates me. You know what I yes. mean? Because like not not everybody is on at that place looking at it. You and know not I mean? everybody someone... who had a great experience goes and posts a review. That's it's ex- usually exactly the, the Internet gives you that venting. So you see a lot of negative. However, you know, we've been fortunate. We have places like the BBB and Trustpilot and Trustlink sure. where a lot of people go and they're like, man, this was a great experience. Right. But I understand that many mediums, and again, healthcare, I have three little children. We've seen many, many specialists. I've seen a, a ton of doctors over the last three years. And I do go to look at these doctors when they recommend someone because I want to know the bedside manner. I want to know the quality of care. Yep. So I think, you know, when we look at restaurants or different types of business and healthcare, it's a little bit different. Uh, and you really do rely on that, 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 uh, review. Right. And that, that, right. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I just, I just, I just feel that, you know, we can't get so crazy that if, if one person leaves a bad review yeah. for me, um, you know, the end of the world is happy and the entire world knows about it. Um, but I don't, I mean, Daniel, do what, what's your experience with just getting bad review as, as a consumer, when you see, like, again, that restaurant that had a bad review. Sure. Well, I would say as a consumer, I, I Google everything. Google is my best friend. Whether it's looking for a restaurant in a new city I'm visiting or a healthcare professional or, you know, a fitness club, something I'm looking to join, I always go to Google. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see what's out there about them. What kind of credibility do they have? What kind of reviews are left? And, you know, Chris, you said something that I think is really key is having perspective. Sure, there's always going to be negative because huge red flag for me is glowing reviews all the way around. Mm. Well, that kind of seems like not very authentic and maybe a little planted. And, you know, you want somebody who's kind of well-rounded and doesn't get all 10 stars or five gold ribbons all the way around. You really want to see, because you can't please everybody. It's absolutely impossible. Um, But for me, when I look at those negative reviews, um, you know, you really got to take it into context. Are they fair? Could this person just been having a bad day. Maybe the front desk person who they're complaining about was just completely overwhelmed or was dealing with something personal. So you really got to take that into consideration. Um, With somebody like a healthcare professional, if you have patients who have left a negative review, the one thing I'm looking for is, did you respond to it? How did you handle it? Because whether you want it want to admit it or not, your name is out there. Whether you participate or not, somebody's going to write about you. And what really matters is, you know, how do you respond to it? Because if you ignore it, you know what that says to me as a consumer is you really don't care. And you're supposed to be caring. You're, you're taking care of people in your office every day. But if you can't take, you know, a couple of minutes to really think about, wow, you know, this patient had a really bad experience. You know, I, I want to address it. You can't necessarily solve it all in a comment uh, related to review, but you can at least take that first step. Just acknowledge mm-hmm. it. It's never wrong to say, I'm sorry. Um, call me. Give me an email. Let's let's take this offline and try to figure out how to make your experience better next time. If you notice a lot of uh, big brands, I mean, airlines and hotels and whatever, um, cause I, was, I was planning on writing about this. A lot of them apologize. 
like you said, it's never wrong to say I'm sorry. Like I, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh man, I'm not going to apologize for you know. I didn't think I did anything wrong, but the, the even the biggest brands, and I, I got to put trust in companies that they're employing smart people that have studied this for a long time, and it seems to be the best the best road to responding. First of all, is to take responsibility, whether or not. It was your fault, and apologize. You know, as a start, just I don't know what your thoughts are. I think are on the that. other thing with that, it's not as much. It can be the apology, but it's listening. Yeah, we care enough about the fact that you didn't have the five star experience yes, that we're we sorry wanted. That your flight was late. Yes, we're, we tell me for- what I can do to make it better. Help me better understand what happened right. and how can I fix it. Right. That's what I think everybody at the end of the day really wants yeah. to hear, and that you're sincere about it and that you will fix it. I agree with Danielle that if you're not paying attention to this, it's a very big problem. But what I would ask, I would throw back to you is, okay, I'm a doctor that's busy. Do I get someone that monitors this? I don't even know. There's so many sites. What do I do? I, I, I have to say this. This gets back to, we've had conversations before about getting you know, outside help or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you talk about doing stuff, marketing, email marketing, social media, mar- whatever. Um, I, I do believe that you should get some assistance. Somebody should be checking uh, whatever review sites that, you, that you're that you on um, if you don't have the time to do that. Because like you said earlier, Danielle, if, you, if it goes unnoticed, and even though you, you just you didn't respond to it because you're busy or you haven't checked or whatever, it's out there and it just looks bad. And so for whatever it would cost you for an hour of somebody's time to be just be checking on this stuff a few times a week, um, I think it's well worth doing that. I think one of the other things you can do as well, as we've talked about email, if you have email addresses for your patients, send a survey. Mm-hmm. There are free services out there. We can name them left mm-hmm. and right. Question Pro is a good one. Mm-hmm. Survey Monkey. Survey Monkey, right. I but mean, you- you're, you're a licensed healthcare professional. You worked hard. You invested a lot of money and hours to earn your credentials um, and to build up your reputation. And, you know, from my perspective, I, it's not worth risking it just because of a few bad comments online. Um, meaning don't ignore it. You know, mm-hmm. maybe – Put it in your calendar once a week, check reviews, Google myself, <laughs> put it on incognito in Google so you can really find true results. Um, but stay on top of it. Or like Jean said, hire someone for you know a few hours a week, put them on a monthly retainer just to stay on track of it. Because you know when, when somebody new is looking for you and they search your name, you know what's going to come up and you really want, you want it to be positive. And a lot of times, as I was saying before, you can, you can head some of this off. You know, people, if you give them the voice or you hear, hear their voice of what their concern was, they won't go right. to that online platform. So a survey, you know, having your receptionist, you know, how was everything today? Um, sending, uh, you know, a simple card out. Uh, you can get that information and have a dialogue offline. And I think that's the real big one. But conversely, go ahead, I, gonna, I had to just ask you a question. What do you guys think about um, when a business asks for positive you know, reviews, like on a Yelp review. I was in a pizza shop and they had a little thing like, you'll get 10% off your next pizza if you give us a positive Yelp review and yeah. print it I, out and bring it. I'm like, man, that's if so... You, if you ask for positive, I know. we, you know, and, and the crazy thing is, is, you know, we don't ask for positive. We just ask you for a review. Okay. Could you go tell people about your experience? Because we believe in the service we offered. And sometimes that backfires on mm-hmm. you. Sometimes you do get the angry person mm-hmm. that goes. But I think if you're genuine about it, like Danielle said earlier, when you read the context or the content of what's written, you can really tell that, oh, man, that person didn't really work with that company or they didn't eat that piece of pizza. You know, you, this is – Agreed. You know, and um, sites like Yelp have rules. You know, you mm-hmm, can't yeah. just go around asking 
your only your ha- happy customers for reviews or ask them to post a positive review. Even right. sites, you know, for hiring like Glassdoor, yeah. um, you, you can't yeah. solicit employees to submit a positive review. You know, it should be it should be honest. Yeah. And that's a great point that you bring up too, because people, when, when people go to Google, like you said, they do one of the first things nowadays, the people at Glassdoor have done an amazing job with their SEO and, you know, their, their search, they show up. Mm. If I start, if I, if I look for a company that is one of the top on the first page. So if I'm looking for a healthcare professional and I see that I'm going to go see what the employees say. So, you know, having your employees go on Glassdoor and write reviews, Mm -hmm. it's not just your customers anymore. You have to have both sides covered. Right. That's correct. So review sites for healthcare professionals. I mean, there's obviously I I mentioned Yelp, Google, obviously people can leave reviews. I always tell our clients to go to Google My Business um, and fill out the form so that you're you're there. You share some information with Google. Not that much information. They they ask you for like it's your business name and address and your last five years of tax returns and and things (laughs) like that. Social security first. Social security. Yeah, that's right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Basic contact information about your business and location and description. And then when people search for your business, you know it shows up, and then they can leave reviews. And then potential you know patients can see those reviews. I think that's really helpful. Um, Other sites like services like Angie's List and all. Are yep. you know for service providers are becoming more and more popular, uh, even you know, for people in the healthcare profession. And um, I just you can and I just think the one thing you have to remember is that these are all communities. So like you just said, you don't go on Yelp, right, Danny? Do you do you go on Yelp? Mm-hmm. Do you, I, okay. do. Yep. I do. I do. You know, but I, in fact, I favor Yelp reviews over Google reviews, and I don't know why I do that. It's weird. <laughs> you eat at a lot of restaurants. Like I don't believe in like yeah right, and then, and then open table. We're talking yeah. about restaurants or whatever. I, my point is that there's a lot of different communities that are out there, and again, if you get a bad review on one community, that doesn't mean that. Everybody knows about it, even if it was unjustified or whatever. Sure. Um, but it goes back to saying you should be on as many communities as possible and you should invest some time or somebody's time mm-hmm. to check all those communities and make sure that you're responding um, to what it is. Um, TripAdvisor, this is not uh, it doesn't affect this industry, but I mean, there are you know hotels and uh, travel companies that really heavily rely on TripAdvisor, more so over in Europe than in the U.S. Yeah. And they are very actively involved. And um, I talked to one guy. Who was it? Was a uh, when we were in Australia uh, that ran a crocodile tour. If you go to Australia, you got to take a crocodile <laughs> tour. But keep your hands in the boat. <laughs> this guy, um, he by, by the way, I forget the name of his place. It was like Dick's Crocodile Tours, and it was outside of it was like in uh, near Melbourne, and uh, you get a free meat pie. If you take your crocodile <laughs> tour, so just in case you're interested in doing that. But anyway, he, um, they were big on TripAdvisor, and people would leave various, you know, whatever reviews. But they would make sure that they were they big into replying to each mm-hmm. one, um, apologizing if people didn't have a great experience. But you know what? But they're very active, and that's just a lot. It's genuine. It's, just, it's and very genuine. It's one of the things I learned very early. Yeah. Uh, so whether we get a review, an email, uh, if it's on BBB, I personally. Yes. I have. The, I make the time to do it, uh, regardless of the scale. But it is a personal reply, and I think people see that and they they, they trust companies like that. They do. You know, there are a lot of nightmares going on with PR right now for companies that mistreat their clients. I won't mention any names, right? right. Um, but we've seen it, and they have to come out with these huge campaigns that rebrand. You know, re something is very. I see the commercial. Well, they have to be transparent. Yeah, the internet is transparent. Yeah, and we're not all perfect. Yeah, you know, nobody's perfect. Right, we we all make mistakes, but it's how you take the feedback and then come out of that to make things better uh, and put a take a stance, make a public statement, 
to your to your potential customer, to your current customer, look, we care, we messed up, and we're going to fix it. We want the opportunity to fix it. You're not going to please everybody. You may burn a bridge. Um, but I think if you're genuine, enough of the positive will outweigh the negative. And, and no reviews does not necessarily translate to better than bad reviews, right? I, I mean, today's consumers are finding more and more services, more professionals to rely on by Googling them. Um, and if there's just nothing out there about you or if you're searching, you know, orthodontist in Syracuse, New York, and your name's not popping up, well, you're missing out on a revenue opportunity, a new patient acquisition. So, you know, what can you do to start building those patient reviews? You know, at the end of every every examination, ask ask your patient, how did you feel your, your appointment went today? What did you like about it? You know, and then say, that's great to hear. Do you mind sharing it on, on Yelp or on ZocDoc or, mm-hmm. or uh, health grades, you know? And it's really okay to ask. Them. Mm-hmm. It's okay to ask. And you don't have to say, I want positive reviews. You can just say, hey, would you, I, I think you, you hit it right on the head, Danielle. Gene, in your business, what, what what have you seen or some of your clients? Do you guys ever approach the top or approach so the top? So um, it's funny. We we do not have a, any kind of a, a place on Yelp where everybody goes. I'm terrified <laughs> of the kind of reviews that my business – you have to understand. We sell technology. Yeah, you know, yeah. A lot of times this technology doesn't work the way the software vendors yeah. say it works. And that's why I'm here because it's nice spending a time in Syracuse <laughs> and back in putting out fire. For two weeks out of the year. Yeah, for my yeah. two weeks out of the year. Yeah. So, they, uh, you know, so leaving the reviews on Yelp, it does scare me. Um, but as a consumer um, – I I you know, I'm not the kind of person that leaves reviews, which is weird. I mean, I um, if I have a bad, I don't know if you guys are the same way, but when I have a bad experience at a business, um, I especially if it's a small business, I tend not to leave reviews about. It. I just leave it go because I don't I don't know. I just don't want to. It's a small business. I don't feel like I just won't go yeah. there anymore. And I think that to me, in the end, is that the you know when people ask you like, are your customers happy? I'm saying when they you know when they write me a check. That tells me that they're happy. Sure. In the end. You know, when, and then when they tell someone else how great you were. Correct. That's, that is correct. So I just don't get too crazy. Um, one of the things I say when I write a lot, because some of the stuff that I write uh, can be sometimes opinionated. Have you ever had a bad review? Yeah, right. I mean, like, you know, when you're out there and if you write a blog or if you're one of people or if you're active on Twitter professionally, um, you, you, there's a lot of maniacs on Twitter. And, and um, <laughs> the worst thing that you can do is like engage and get into a fight and no one ever comes off looking good. Uh, when they get in like a Twitter war, unless know? it is Wendy's, yeah. Wendy's <laughs> has the greatest. She's fantastic. She, Wendy's is wonderful. That fa- I will never eat there, yeah. but that fast food chain <laughs> is amazing. They are fantastic on social media, yeah. um, and she never gets it. She just has like pithy, funny, yeah. you know, comments. Um, but you, you'll go crazy if you're going to get yeah. into fights with people on social media. Uh, you'll, don't do it. Yeah. Don't no. do it. Just either never ignore it. it or have something positive in response to say and then move on because you'll go nuts. Yeah, yeah, take it offline. Yeah, take it offline. And, you know, it's it's very important. You're asked as a healthcare professional to do so many things, but get the help. Uh, ask for people that are experienced. And yep. it's not that co- – if you can pay someone – we talked in a different podcast about someone to control your email, 25 bucks an hour if they're doing five or ten hours a month. Yep. That's that's not a big investment that could potentially be costing you ten to twenty times that by having these bad reviews. Correct. So you know, for the the takeaways here would be know know your reputation. Google yourself, as Danielle. I believe I've written an article called Google Yourself. Yeah, you maybe I stole that uh, from you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Copyright infringement. That's fine. But I think it's very important to at least know. Uh, you can Google yourself and find out what's going on. 
alert your, educate yourself as to what the top review websites are for healthcare professionals, and then take action and be sincere. Uh, so, any parting parting words? Hmm, you know, I th- I think you covered it all pretty well. I mean, I would just say know what's out there. Don't 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 close your eyes and just hope that nothing is out there because chances are there is, and it's better to know it and so you can properly react to it and really just try to build your reputation. Excellent, Gene. My forget. The- Get outside and get some fresh air and some yeah. sunshine, okay? You know, yeah. We're all spending too much time on social media yeah. anyway. Stop with the social media and, like, relax, okay? There's all a big world out there. Amazing. <laughs> if you want to continue the conversation or if you have questions for Danielle, again, I go to her at least four or five times a day, and she props me up and makes me sound smart. So, uh, Danielle, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Sure. I'm on LinkedIn, Danielle Gerhardt, or you can email me at dgerhardt at bhg-inc.com. And I Jane, know that address. You do. Very well. Um, <laughs> but, uh, find me on Twitter, at Gene Marks. Excellent. Twitter. And he will not argue with you. So you can say whatever argue. you want. You can say whatever you want to me. Yep. I'm not going to respond you back. Won't. Except for you, Chris. I'm uh, going to have to start responding to some of your tweets. I, I, I see that coming. <laughs> this will be fun. Uh, and again, we'd love to thank, or we'd love to continue the conversation. You can reach me at Chris P at bhg-inc.com or on LinkedIn, uh, Chris Panabianco. Love to talk to you. Continue the conversation. Can't thank you enough to our guests uh, and for all of you listening. Uh, This has been Perfecting Your Practice, the podcast. All right. Uh, We've got it down. So we'll talk to you next time. Have a great day. For episode notes and worksheets, please visit perfectingyourpracticetoday.com. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with your peers. Thanks for listening to the Perfecting Your Practice podcast, presented by Bankers Healthcare Group, the leading provider of financial solutions for healthcare professionals. To learn more about BHG's working capital loans, business startup loans, credit cards, and patient financing, visit bankershealthcaregroup.com.